When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, we've got, uh, he's an absolute legend, and he played on the side of the scrum, Jerome Kainope, who's uh, played plenty of times for the All Blacks. He's now up at Toulouse as a skills coach and uh, doing a very good job up there too, just winning another trophy. How are you, Jerome? How's things, uh, what is it, night time up there? Good evening, mate. How are you? Hey, brothers. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. Oh, mate. Oh, good. The weather's weather's pumping up over here, so it's, uh, it's a good time of year. Mate, you've been you found some waves because you've been AWOL for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I uh, had a double hitter. I got my academy team, which won the French competition, and then a week later, I had uh, our top team win it. So um, I had to go AWOL for a couple of couple of weeks, just uh, celebrating. Oh, Jerome, you're a good man, mate. I was, I was lucky enough to catch up with you over there, so no doubt you'll be hunkering down now, mate, doing your family duties. But also, you caught up with a couple of past Rugby World Cup winners. What, what was going on there? Yeah, man, there were, um, the Media Olympic, the local, uh, the French uh, magazine here, they were celebrating their 70th year. And uh, it being a World Cup year, they just wanted to invite a couple of World Cup winners to the awards night that they have. Uh, so it was awesome to catch up with Rito, uh, and, and Snakey. <laughs> so it was good uh, amongst other other legends like legends like uh, Francois Pina, um, Nick Far Jones, nice. John Eels. So it was incredible. Where are all the French World Cup winners? There is some. <laughs> 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 Sad. <laughs> hey, Jerome. What about what about that? You know, like uh, as he's come back from his his donut up there for a month, and he's talked about how I guess excited the French are. You, you're real, real close to the action. You know, you're with the the top players. You've got under twenty one players and family and friends. How are the French? Um, how excited are they about the World Cup coming up there? Yeah, it's starting to gain some momentum here like uh normally the the stadiums are pretty fanatical with supporters and uh really loud but uh, i think come world cup time that's just going to amplify um i was lucky enough to be a part of our final the other week and uh, when they sung the national anthem before the final that was pretty crazy but i could imagine what it's going to be like september 8th for that first all black game it's gonna it's gonna be incredible well, Jerome, you've got a real close you know, close look at, at Toulouse, the club. You know, very, very successful club in their own rights. You've been there and, you know, they've got a lot of uh, respect for what you've done for the club as well, mate. What makes this club so successful from from the outside looking in? You don't really understand what's involved, but once I, I got to chat to you boys and seen the success and the way you got it done over La Rochelle, another title, mate. Yeah. Oh, I think uh, the, the first thing that hit me when I arrived in Toulouse uh, at the club was just the history that the club has. Um, goes back years. Like you, you name a lot of the French legends that played in the, the French team and a lot of them played for Toulouse. 
But uh, I think their DNA is a lot different to a lot of the other uh, French clubs. Like they, they really enjoy a drink with uh, uh, off the field, like enjoying uh, the team environment. But also on the field, they work pretty hard. But um, I think when you arrive, you can feel the history, the the, the successful history, and uh, to be here is not enough. To yeah, I think you have to work pretty hard to be able to gain the respect of the public and also the 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 older legends who who wore the jersey before but um yeah i think it's a i had a kind of similar feeling when like us when we joined the all blacks like making the team's not enough like you gotta when you get on the field you gotta make sure that you uh fill that jersey and talking about talking about that jay you know like you've got You've got um, this question down here. It always raises its head this this time of year when the All Blacks come together about who who is our best back row. You know, like who is our six, our seven, our eight. And you probably get asked that question a lot um, up there. Where do you think the All Blacks should go in and around those Lucys? Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I get asked a lot, but uh, like for me, it's. Uh, I think they need to look at the combination that they want to create within that loose trio or within whatever combination they want to make. Because uh, when I went into the All Blacks, I had, uh, man, JC before me, Sione Lawaki, Mosi Tuili'i, uh, Ruben Thorne. I had a lot of guys who played a different type of game but also were legends in their own right. But when I came in, I was always compared to Jerry. Uh, I picked a bit of what he did well, but I also wanted to pave my own way and make my own identity in the jersey. So I think um, what's important for the All Blacks is that make they look at what uh, it's going to work for their team and not look for the next Richie McCaw or Jerome Cano or Kieran Reid. I think they just need to look at what's going to be fit best and let those players make their own path or make their own way through the jersey because it's uh, it's pretty annoying when you're always compared to someone else or someone that's gone before. And uh, yeah, like we got a lot of talent in New Zealand, and I think it uh, it'll just unleash them when we just let them be free and and uh, find their own feet. Yeah, it's always t- difficult, isn't it? Like everyone's all the conversations the last couple of years mm. is who is their next Jerome Kano? But you pretty much nailed it there. They've got to come out and make their jersey their own. Everyone's different in their own right and has different skill sets. Take little bits away from your game, particularly the physicality. And I think that's the big question now, Jerome, is heading north. We've picked our squad. You you know what French rugby is like, and I know your heart is in the All Blacks corner going over to France. Mm. How do the All Blacks have to play to be able to compete with the France and the Irish? Um, no, I, I know as a team, I, I know we've got the goods to be able to come over here and win it. But mm. I think we just, uh, for, for our young team, especially outside of our starting 15, we've got a lot of young guys who probably haven't really been tested under pressure in a real pressure environment. And when they come over here, the like, they environments the atmosphere they'll feel in Stade de France is going to be it's going to be up there with the best so uh, I think mentally mm. that's going to prepare for a real like a Johannesburg type uh, atmosphere real mm. daunting real loud and um, but um, but for me I, I always say this I think our forwards uh, are going to be the key for us to, to win it because 
uh, whether we get through the pool stages, uh, we're either going to play one of the big big teams where the forwards uh, front up all the time. But um, mm. no, deep down, I know our boys can come over here and do it. Jerome, the other day, uh, Jeff Wilson said um, that he didn't think Artie Savia was big enough to play number eight at the World Cup, big enough in terms of physical stature. Um, and, you know, we know the size, as he alluded to it, the other size of the, the French, the size of the Irish, size of the box as well. Uh, what do you think? How important is that size uh, off the back of the scrum? Well, Matt, it's not important when uh, Adi, last year Adi Saville won the most metres <laughs> post-contact. So mm. I don't know what uh, Goldie at number 14 is talking about. Uh, <laughs> number eight. But, uh, Get out uh, on the wing. If you watched Stardy play last year, he, was, uh, he had the best leg drive, won the most contacts out of any uh, loose forward in the world. So I uh, don't know where that comment's coming from, but uh, <laughs> where I come from, international level, it's that it's that little 1% or 2%, and Artie's definitely got it. And, uh, yeah, definitely mm. size doesn't matter when, you're, when you've got that work rate and that, um, that drive to be able to, to carry the team. Mate, Anton Dupont and Intermac and that combination, they are your, your 9 and 10 for Toulouse, mate. Like, talk to us about these yeah. two kids. Because the reality is they are kids. Mate, they're so classy. <laughs> the biggest names in French rugby at the moment. How influential are they going to be going forward in, in, in a couple of months' time? Yeah, they're the key. I, I think they're the key to be able to, for us, to shut down the, the French team. But uh, in saying that, for them to get the ball that they want, we need to shut down their forwards. Because uh, majority of the time, Antoine going backwards still makes uh, things happen. <laughs> that uh, It's just incredible. But um, no, they're good kids. They're real down to earth. Never really, they don't really speak too much. But uh, yeah, when they get on the field, they definitely um, yeah do do some special things. But um, yeah, that's... Yeah, over here, this this young generation of French players, uh, they just want to get out there and play. They're not really, um, they don't really talk too much or you know too arrogant. They're pretty down to earth kids. Antoine Dupont's mm. from a farming family, and yeah, they're real, real chilled. But um, yeah, definitely world class. Well, Anton Anton drives a, a Ferrari. So, what are you driving, Jerome? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm driving a family van, Peugeot. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to fit in a Ferrari, would you, Jerome? Those things are too too bloody low to the ground. Oh, man. Mate, uh, I'm on a coaching salary at the moment, so it doesn't stretch too far. <laughs> uh, culturally, mate, what are, you, you talked about the winning earlier. You won with your under-21s. The top side won. You know, we kind of know what happens over here if the All Blacks win or the Crusaders win or whatever. And you know, you have your uh, your, your mad uh, Monday madness and your and your court sessions and stuff. Culturally, how different is it? The what happens when they win over there versus what they win here? Oh, mate, it's it's still going at the moment. Um, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like the whole city gets behind it. Um, so on. We won on Saturday. We were right back in Toulouse on Sunday. Had a tour, um, like a bus parade throughout the city. There were about uh, 200,000 people in the city. Wow. Just to welcome the bus. And then uh, 
Sunday we had a garden party. Uh, Monday we had a garden party. Tuesday we went to a beach bar, and then um, our ex- <laughs> our president he's a ex player, and uh, mate, he loves the drink. So he's been having garden parties every second day. <laughs> All the boys. So you ever coming home, mate? So hey, are you ever coming home? <laughs> Mate, if you talk to Air New Zealand and uh, put down their prices, I'll come home. But it's way too expensive to come home at the moment, unless someone pays for my flight. <laughs> oh, mate, it was good to catch up with you. And I know exactly where you are when that celebration went place. The Lea Capitale. <laughs> Hell of a sight. It was good to catch up with you and Beef. Yeah, good to catch up, bro. Thanks for shouting us a feed, too. I couldn't believe it got to the end and it was all paid for. Thank you very much. One of your sponsors, King of Toulouse. I, I learned one thing, Jerome. You'll be able to um, confirm this. Is if you play for Toulouse, you have the keys to the city because that place, you cannot drive anywhere, but if you're in a Toulouse rugby car, you can go pretty much anywhere yeah. in the city. Am I right? Yeah, you can pretty much park anywhere you want if you've got that Toulouse logo on <laughs> the city of car, but... I don't like to test it because I'd hate to be the only one that comes out and my car's towed. <laughs> hey, awesome, brother. Hey, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. You're a busy man and uh, definitely proud of what you've been able to do. And we just got a quick quick question here from Tyson just before we let you go. Jerome just spoke about pressure cooker situations yep. like Joe Big Question, how has Super Rugby helped New Zealand players with the experience of offshore and unfamiliar territories and pressure situations from Tyson, just before we let you go? Um, like, uh, if I remember from when I first came into it, like, uh, New Zealand coaches in New Zealand, uh, like, our rugby culture, we're not scared to throw kids that are 19, 20 into, like, an important game. And... Uh, Oh, you'd you'd know too, is he? I know that mm. uh, when I one of my first games, I had uh, Carlos Spencer, um, all the big dogs in there. So for me, I was shitting my pants. But um, <laughs> like, I think those early early experiences that we experience at top level in New Zealand, it's uh, it helps a good foundation for the players coming through. And um, Super Rugby is uh, the best place to be able to to learn your craft and to be able to to find where you need to be to be world-class. So, um, yeah, definitely it, we see the players now. There's so many players that are mm. pretty much a couple of years out of school straight into the pressure cooker situations and uh, excelling. Yeah, beautiful. Couldn't agree more, mate. Building pressure, getting them in there at a, at a young age and, and making their future a successful one, mate. Uh, we appreciate you coming on, Jerome. Absolute champion. Good to catch up uh, in April, and hopefully we get you back shortly, eh? Uh, merci Thanks, beaucoup. Fellas. Au revoir. <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> Good to chat, Jake. Uh. Awesome. Good stuff, uh, Jerome Kano there with us uh, on our ABs on OE. It sounds like he's having a blast over there. Why would you come home? He's no, parties every he day. He ain't coming home. Nah, he not at ain't all. coming home. Straight up, he is. He is. He is like he is a. You think of gods. Mm. He is a god in in Toulouse. We were there for about five days, and everyone's like, Jerome Kano. Ooh, everyone just knew him. They love rugby there. And if you represent their rugby team, if you go into Toulouse around the city, they've got like, um, 
you cannot drive anywhere. Anyway, if you play for rugby for the club, you can drive wherever you like. Yeah, and that city is crazy. <laughs> they have to change the name of it from Toulouse to To Win, the way they're cracking on. To Win. <laughs> hey, going to have to. Well, dad jokes. Dad jokes. Uh, 7.21 <laughs> here on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, uh, the Real House of Fragrance. Up next, Kempe is steaming in off the back fence.